Welcome to episode three, audience of one, where mass appeal is not the aim. Today we're going to look at taking a practical approach to a basically healthy lifestyle. Now, next dream, just a healthy, balanced lifestyle. I'm not a doctor. I'm not certified in anything. But I have some information and some experience and maybe more opinions than the average person. But you know that already. If you read enough about health and, and wellness, you, you, you come across lots of different things. For example, alcohol is bad for you. So don't drink alcohol. Meat is bad for you. Don't eat meat. Carbs are bad. Don't eat carbs. Sugar is bad. Don't eat sugar. Fat is bad. Don't eat fat. And you'll also find the opposite of all of those things. You find exercise 60 minutes a week, moderate exercise. You find exercise 60 minutes of vigorous, vigorously every day. Get eight hours of sleep, eight, drink eight glasses of water a day, eat six servings of fruit and vegetable a day, and a whole bunch of other things. All of you have heard all of those things already, guaranteed. Needless to say, if you could even do all those things, it would probably be unhealthy. It would certainly be unsustainable and definitely unenjoyable so without waiting until the end of the podcast to tell you the solution to that conundrum i'll tell you now and then we'll talk about talk about a little after and the solution is all things in moderation all things in moderation so you can rewind, listen to all the things that, that are listed, that everybody read on the internet all the time, and just punctuate it with all things in moderation. Our underlying health is driven by one major factor, and it's basically, it's one thing that we can change. And it's our genetics. And no matter what we do, it's, it, 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 our health outcome is going to be dictated by our genetics. From our height to our body composition and everything in between. Now, while there's nothing we can do to affect our height, our behavior can have an effect on many other things relating to our physical and mental health and well-being. The three basic things or three the three the three foundation things that our behavior or behavioral things that affect our health and wellness, physical and, and mental to some measure, are what we eat, how active we are, 
and how much we sleep. So, our diet, level of activity, and sleep. And of course, my, my philosophy is all things in moderation. No, no extreme approach to, to, to diet or to activity is, is sustainable by most people. Of course, you have lots of people who can have an extreme approach to their diet or an extreme approach to their physical activity and they can sustain it. But most of us don't fall into that category. So we're not talking to, to that 2% of people, we're talking to everybody else. So let's look at eating first. How can we approach eating in a, in a, in a, in a practical way, in a balanced way? In a, in, a, in a not unhealthy way. Let me put it that way. In a not unhealthy way. Whether it's jerk, pork, KFC, bread, pastry, liquor, coffee, whatever. Unless you have a specific medical condition that a doctor warned you off or something. I would never tell anybody, don't eat that. Or that. What I would say is don't eat too much of it. Or don't drink too much of it. Because too much of anything not good for you. That is, you know, that's what your granny say. My granny too. Too much of anything not good for you. So if it's alcohol, have a couple of drinks if you like to. But don't beat the liquor until you, you, you're feeling the effects next day don't don't do it every day don't do it every, don't do it every week if you can if you can live without it you know have a couple of drinks enjoy yourself i actually the only thing i, I think i i would say in absolute i would recommend to cut out is sodas and sweetened drinks i think that is that's something everybody can agree on um, that that would have a a net positive effect on your health and not likely to significantly impact how much you enjoy life. I mean, I I, I like a Pepsi, but if I don't drink the Pepsi, I'm not, and I give up too much. You know, so once in a while it won't hurt you, but. I would recommend that. No sodas and or sweetened drinks. You know, if you if you usually drink one with lunch, in fact, you can just cut out and drink water, and right away there is there is an improvement, right there. And as a person who have a weakness for hard or bread, my solution to that, I don't have it in the house. Just don't even bother buy it. So, if there are healthy things this is a, a, another strategy here um, if there are unhealthy foods that you know you have a weakness for you know whether it's the snack foods or the candy or syrup or bun or whatever 
just don't have it in the house. Okay, if you have it in the house, you know you're going to go to the kitchen and you're going to eat it at some point. Most of us, anyway. And, and, and I wouldn't say to go to your kitchen once you make the decision that you're going to live a healthier life, go in the kitchen and start throwing out all your groceries and so on. No. The moderation, the moderation approach is to just eat it when the time come or drink it when the time come and when it finished, just don't buy anymore. And then and, and start your your healthy life that way. You're basically not not unhealthy life. On the meat and the carbs and the fats, etc. The truth is your body needs all of those things. I mean, you you could do without meat, because you can get protein elsewhere. <laughs> but what would be the point of that? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not certainly not gonna be the one to recommend giving up jerk pork or bacon or or whatever. But you need protein that meats. Meats is the best or the most copious source. Um, so you need all of those things. Um, the, the, the problem is when you have too much of it. You know, you need carbs, but a big pile of rice and four flour dumpling. It's just not necessary. You don't have to eat a pound of pork, you know, the massive slice of cheesecake at the end of dinner. Cut it in two, share it. You just don't have to have all of that to have the, the enjoyment that comes with it and and to not take away from, from the experience. We just don't want to gorge on anything. Um, so I think that would be the that would be the overarching um, theme on the on the eating. And in all likelihood, you can maintain that. If you decide you're going to be you're going to do Atkins diet, which is I think all carbs, or no, or all protein, um, or you're going keto, which is like all fat. Um, you know, these are extreme diets that only very few of us can follow. So just go with a moderation. Eat and drink the things you like, but in moderation. The second pillar was, was activity, exercise. This one is, is, is tricky because you don't, you, you don't have to be active or you don't have to be very active to live. You, you have to eat to live, but you don't have to exercise to live. You have to exercise to live longer though because research is there that sedentary people have a shorter lifespan than, than active people. I don't know what the numbers are, but I'm... I'm I'm pretty confident that 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 will hold. So to counter whatever bad genetics we might have, maybe we, maybe our genes cause us to have a higher body fat content or something, exercise can help, help counter that. And it will help the good things that our genetics is you know, determining. Um, 
So, so we want to have an overall net positive effect by being as active as we can maintain consistently because moderation govern our food choices, portion control and moderation. But the exercise is going to be governed by consistency. That's what's going to make activity have a meaningful positive effect on our on our health and wellness outcomes. No exercise and activity don't come naturally and it don't come easy to everybody. It does to some, but not to everybody. And I'm speaking as a genetically predetermined non-athlete. So I can speak with a fair degree of confidence about issues of lack of motivation and <laughs> lack of will, <laughs> difficulty waking up in the morning to exercise and so on, right? But what I can tell you is that it is possible if you're determined and you have decided to, to, to try and have a consistently um, a, a consistent level of activity as part of your day. Um, waking up is hard in the morning as is exercising after a long day of work. But you have to decide where you want to fit it, maybe in the middle of the day at lunchtime. But that's that's a individual decision, a personal decision. Um, so the the how your life is set up will dictate that. But there are some things that we can do to to make it less burdensome and increase the likelihood that it will become consistent so there are some mistakes that that some common mistakes that are made and then there are some strategies that we can employ to to increase the likelihood of consistent level of activity in in our daily life so start with the mistakes so maybe you'll remember you you if you forget these that's fine but remember the the things to do so the first mistake i always hear you know, just in conversations. I'm going to start mountain. I'm going to start at the first of the month. You know, don't set some long start date for when you're going to start being active. And it don't matter whether it's a sport, whether you're going to join the gym, whether you're going to join some class or whatever it is. Just start. If it's something that you need to buy an equipment for, you need to buy a, a racket or you need to buy shoes, then start that evening with some jumping jacks or some jogging on the spot, whatever. Go for a walk. You don't need equipment. You don't need equipment to be active. That's the, you know, you can just get that out of your head. That's an excuse to not be active. So put on whatever shoes you have. And if you don't have any, then wear none. Walk, jog on a spot, jump in jacks, some push-ups, whatever. If it is you're planning to start a sport or join a class or whatever, you will be better off having started with the jumping jacks first anyway. So don't set a start long, a long start date. Next mistake, doing something because somebody else is doing it. Maybe you look on Instagram and say, oh, these people riding bicycle or them running or them doing um, CrossFit or they doing obstacle course or whatever. I'm going to do it too. 
Well, that's all well and good if that's something you would enjoy. So the, the, the idea is to do something that you will enjoy doing. If you go follow backup people on something that you are not going to enjoy, then there's a less likelihood you will keep doing it. And I say that while saying you should always be open to trying new things. So certainly try it. But for your base level of activity, you want something that you're going to enjoy, that you, you believe you'd enjoy. If you used to play football, you used to play netball, then maybe you go in that direction. Um, there's a, a lot of things most people will enjoy. But there are things you, you know you're not going to like. So don't bother. Try to do that. The next mistake is doing too much too soon. Very common mistake. So you you decide you're gonna run and you run till you're dying. And the next day you don't feel good, you hurt your ankle, you're sore. And of course you can't do it the next day. Maybe you can't do it for the next four or five days. And every day that passes, it's less likelihood that you're even gonna do it again. So just do something light to begin with. Start very easy. When you're finished, if you have a little sweat on your brow, win. Next day for more. Consistency is the aim. Not trying to get every try trying to achieve everything today. We're trying to achieve a consistently active lifestyle. So what we achieve today is a win and we move on to tomorrow. And the more you do it is the more you can push yourself and find your limits without having a negative impact like feeling sore the next day or, or feeling too tired to, to keep going. So you, you, you end up not continuing what you set out to, to do. Um, and that is a very big, big mistake. You know, you do it and you, you feel fine, so you're going to do some more. You feel fine, so you're going to do some more again. No, just take the win. Tomorrow's another day. So those are the mistakes. You know, setting a long start date, doing something that you don't enjoy, and trying to do too much too soon. Oh. In the gym, that is a big mistake, is the doing too much too soon. That is how you get hurt, right? Just a little bit at a time. So what are the things we can do? The first the first strategy um, I, I, I recommend is to choose an activity that you either like to do, used to do, and enjoyed it, or think you will enjoy. So, so whether it be something non-technical like running or more technical like basketball or whatever, we're much more likely to find time to do things that we want to do. So make your activity something that you will want to do. That's how you're going to get the consistency. Next strategy, workout, exercise, get active with a friend. Uh, just find somebody who 
in your circle who is either active already or who might also want to start getting active and whose company you enjoy. Somebody who you can talk to and, you know, hang out with for an hour and you don't even realize it's an hour. Just make sure it's somebody who's willing to commit, somebody who's willing to hold you accountable and somebody who's willing for you to hold them accountable. I mean, if, if, if you can't find somebody, then maybe if you need to join a class or hire a trainer or a coach, if, if, if that can fit into your budget, um, then do that. But having some kind of company helps with the consistency. Set aside some time. This goes back to one of the one of the challenges of it, you know, is the waking up in the morning or the lunchtime or the there's never a, a easy time to work out for most of us. But you need to set aside the time. Early morning just happens to be the best time. Waking up earlier than normal, uninterrupted time. But it's also very difficult um, for most people, you know, to get out of bed and then get active within the next, you know. 20 minutes after waking up or 15 or half hour. Um, but the idea is to pick a time that you can stick to. And when you set aside that time each day, and it can be different on different days. It can be morning on a Monday. It can be evening on a Tuesday. Um, it can be lunchtime on a Wednesday. That's, that's fine. But whatever time you set, you don't give it up for anybody or anything. You have to treat it like it's the most important meeting. And people have heard me say this already. Treat it like the most important commitment you have that day. So it's not, it's not that it's immovable. But whatever is going to move it has to be something that you would have given up your most important commitment on any particular day for. Otherwise, you push it. Because guess what? Unless it's life-threatening. It, it, it may not feel like it can wait an hour. It can usually wait an hour. And it's for your health. So so do that. Just treat it like the most important thing you have to do that day. Next thing, don't get down on yourself if you miss a workout. So this is kind of like almost opposite of the last point. Don't get down on yourself if you miss a workout, you miss not making a goal, you, you missed an achievement, whatever it is, don't get down on yourself. In fact, on the food side, don't get down on yourself if you did eat that big slice of cheesecake. Just acknowledge where you missed and try not to miss the next day. Take up next day fresh and go at it from scratch. Don't, don't, don't carry yesterday's failures with you. Maybe that's, maybe that's good advice generally. The, that, that takes us to the last, the third element. And the third element is sleep. The, the problem here is this is my weakest, my weakest area to discuss. I, this is a constant battle for myself. I have not yet cracked that code. I can just give you a few pointers that I, that that I am aware of from experience and also from reading and so on. Don't be on your phone or your computer 
right before you want to go to sleep whether it's half hour or whatever before just come off the computer come off the phone the twitter or whatever um i can't say tv because i i would i'd i'd have the tv on and go to sleep just fine but generally speaking the phone and the computer i don't have something with the light don't you can put those down before next thing alcohol avoid that uh, before you go to sleep if you're if you drink before you might fall asleep easy but it's not going to be a restful night you're going to wake up or you're still going to feel like trash at the in the morning anyway so alcohol is definitely not good for sleep um if you do drink for whatever you know for your enjoyment then try and get sober before you go to sleep you'll sleep better it's on hard but trust me you'll sleep better uh, make your room dark use earplugs if there's distracting noises and stuff and of course avoid caffeine in the evening because that's going to make it harder for you to sleep i really can't get too far into sleep and plus people complain that the podcasts are too long so aside from not sneezing i'm also not gonna make it too long um, good luck with sleep uh, i'll do another podcast about simple straightforward guidance on on weight loss but not today don't want it to be too long share if you like the content share it instagram or whatever um, subscribe if you're listening to this on the anchor platform you can leave a voice note if you do i might put it in in, in a podcast i can splice it in um listen to it over and over again if you need to i think there's some good nuggets in here if you want to have a basically not unhealthy lifestyle i think that's what i'm going to call this one that's it from the audience of one where mass appeal is not the aim bye